Hi there, welcome to the Healthy Jewish Mama podcast. I'm your host, Miriam Love, where we dive in each week to chat about your health, healing foods, and mindset to make it happen. I'm a holistic nutrition practitioner specializing in women's hormonal health, a mother of six who has been on a long journey of healing my body from pre-diabetes, PCOS, and more using the power of food. With a practice helping many women around the world heal their bodies with a step-by-step method that not only gets results, but makes the whole transformation delicious and easy as a way of life, even when life is crazy. And it could definitely get crazy. So pull up a seat and let's dive into these game-changing conversations. Welcome to the Healthy Jewish Mama podcast. I'm your host, Miriam Love, where we dive in each week to chat about your health, healing foods, and mindset to make it happen. I'm a culinary nutrition expert specializing in hormonal health, a mother of six who has been on a long journey of healing my body from pre-diabetes, PCOS, and more, and who is obsessed with the power of food on our ability to heal our bodies, as well as finding the ways to make it easy and happy to make these changes with our crazy, busy lives. Pull up a seat and let's dive into these game-changing conversations. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of the Healthy Jewish Mama podcast. So today we're going to be talking about PCOS, which stands for polycystic ovary syndrome. Now this is one of those things that I had to deal with for most of my life, So this is very close to home, and we're going to be talking about how to know if you have it and the four different types of PCOS there are. You know, a lot of women go around with PCOS and don't really know that they have the ability to heal their body from it, and they also don't know really to define what type they have. They don't even know that there is a possibility of defining that there are four different types. So today we're going to talk about that. We're going to get into the four different types of PCOS. We're going to understand a little bit more where it comes from. And hopefully we're going to finish off with some tips to take with us to further know how to deal with polycystic ovary syndrome. So I wanted to start by telling you a little bit about what I went through. So I never had a period that was normal. The second I got it, it used to come once every half a year, once every three months, once a year. It was totally different from time to time. Sometimes they were really, really close together, less than a month apart. And I'd also bleed for days and days, sometimes between seven days to two weeks. So that is the first sign that you have PCOS. In any event, I remember that when I was younger, we didn't really know that it was called PCOS. We just knew that there was a problem with my period, and I went to all these different doctors and then uh, different natural doctors, and nothing really changed it. And then when I got married and had uh, my first child, right before that, or right after that, I had um, I had a miscarriage, and then I kept having miscarriages. Um, I already had three kids at that point, but I was having a lot of miscarriages, so I went to get checked, and that was the first time the doctor told me, you have PCOS, 
And with that, he also said, say thank you that you have three kids. So that was really hard to hear because we wanted a large family. And also it's very, it's very hard to hear when someone gives you a sentence like that. That's very foreboding. That's very like, this is your life sentence. You will never have kids again. Say thank you for what you have. Do you know what I mean? I felt horrible afterwards. I didn't know how to deal with it. I didn't know what to make of it. And also, he didn't really give me any advice or anything I could really do with it. So the conventional treatment is usually giving you the pill, hormonal contraceptives, because that makes you have a bleed that comes once a month that looks like a period. But it's important to know, and I'm not going to get into this uh, deeply this time, it's important to know that the hormones that they give you in contraceptives aren't the hormones that are in your body, okay? And so they act very differently. But we'll talk about that a different time. I had other reasons that I couldn't take contraceptives. So basically, the doctor was telling me there's nothing that you could do about it. I continued on. I had eventually, three and a half years later, I had another baby. And um, and at that point, I went again to the doctor to get another opinion. And he also told me, you have... PCOS, and that is why you cannot lose weight. Just deal with the way your body is and learn to accept it, which is very good advice on one hand. On the other hand, when I'm overweight and it's hard for me to do anything, it's very hard for someone to say there's nothing you could do about that. Just continue living with it. So that was my story. Eventually, I learned a lot about uh, nutrition. I went and I got my training in it. And I was able to completely heal my body. My situation right now is that I have a monthly period every single month, like clockwork, and very few days of bleeding the way it's supposed to be. Like, And it's funny because I really celebrate my period every single month it comes. And only, I think, women that have so many issues with their period could really appreciate when I say that I really party when I get my period. So I'm very, very excited to share with you. We're going to, we have so much to cover on this topic and in future episodes, we'll really dig down um, further from what we're doing today. But let's start today. This is just the beginning of this topic. Okay. So PCOS affects up to 10% of women. Did you realize that? That's a big amount. A lot of women don't even realize that they have PCOS. So a group of so PCOS is basically a group of symptoms that are related to two things. One is a lack of ovulation, and the second is a high level of androgens. Androgens are hormones that we have that are kind of like male hormones. And they're really, really important to have some of them. Basically, they're important for libido, for our mood, for our bone health. But if we have too much of them, then we start getting PCOS and all these different symptoms that come with it. So what are the main symptoms of women with PCOS? The biggest one is irregular periods. It could be late periods. It could be um, that it doesn't come at 
at the same time. Like there's differences between each time you get it. It could be long days of bleeding. Those are basically the main symptoms of PCOS. With that, you could have also another bunch of symptoms like hirsutism, which has everything to do with hair, meaning if you have excessive facial hair on your face, um, on your body, any excessive hair is hirsutism, and that could be coming from your PCOS. Another symptom is acne, especially around the chin area. If you get a lot of acne towards getting your period, that is another sign for women that have PCOS. Another symptom is hair loss and weight gain, especially around the belly area. And another symptom is infertility. So there are also long-term risks which, of having PCOS, which are getting diabetes and heart disease. So we understand that this is not something we want to carry around with us, and this is definitely something that you could treat naturally. Okay, so basically there's two underlying causes for PCOS. The first one is our genes, okay? You could be predisposed to insulin resistance, for example, or you could be predisposed to your ovaries, creating too many androgens in certain situations. Basically, all these different predispositions you have in your genes could bring about PCOS. Now, it's important to know that your genes is not a death sentence. Basically, someone told me this example once that really helped me understand. It's kind of like a loaded gun. Imagine that the gun is your life and the loaded gun, the bullet inside the gun that's loaded are your genes. Now, you don't have to go and shoot that gun, okay? The, if you shoot the gun, that is your choice in a certain lifestyle that will make your genes react. So basically, if you, by your choice of lifestyle, you're deciding if you wake up your genes, if you're shooting that loading gun, or if you shoot that loading gun, or if you're not, and then you don't have to worry about any symptoms of PCOS happening because you're leading a healthy lifestyle, you're eating the proper way, and doing whatever you can to lead that lifestyle that keeps you healthy. Okay, so that's just a little uh, point about your genes. The second underlying causes for PCOS or basically toxins, like exposure to endocrine-disrupting chemicals that could come in plastics. Um, when I was young, we used to always heat up our food in microwaves, microwaves in plastic, and that's one of the endocrine disruptors. Endocrine is basically our hormonal system, and that could really disrupt everything that's happening there and bring about PCOS. So basically, these underlying causes bring about four different types of PCOS, and that's what we're going to get into now. We're going to explain the four different um, types of PCOS. So the first type of PCOS is called insulin-resistant PCOS. This is the most common type of PCOS. This is the type of PCOS that I personally ha had. And that's basically, you need to ask yourself, do you have insulin resistance? Insulin resistance is when you eat sugar, it goes into your bloodstream, and, and uh, the insulin, we have insulin come, 
take the sugar and he wants to put it into our cells. And our cells do not let the insulin in anymore because it was so totally abused with the amounts of sugar we've eaten till now that it just doesn't let sugar in anymore. And that's called insulin resistance. So instead of it going into our cells and being used as energy, it floats around our body freely and it ends up in our liver. And our liver needs to take all this excess uh, sugar and insulin that's going around in our body and dispose of it. So a lot of times we have issues with our liver. We have, we have issues with cleansing. And that is why anyone that has insulin resistance, the main point that we're going to put here is sugar, if you didn't get that till now. So um, in further episodes, I want to go into each one of these four types of PCOS more deeply. So we will be talking uh, deeper into insulin-resistant PCOS. But in the meantime, know that if this is, sounds like you, if you could answer the question, uh, do you have insulin resistance with a yes, then you should start thinking about quitting sugar. And of course, we're going to talk about how to do that sustainably, how to do it more easily in future episodes. Okay, the next type of PCOS is called the post-pill PCOS. This is women that before they went on the pill, they went on hormonal contraceptives, they had normal periods. And now when they decided that they want to start their family or they want to continue their family, they came off of the pill and suddenly they seem to have PCOS symptoms that their periods are not um, not coming aligned, that their bleeding is heavy, that they don't have a period at all. So this is called post-pill PCOS. So in this case, I want you to ask yourself, were your periods regular before the pill? If the answer was yes, then you know that you might have post-pill PCOS, okay? In this case, we're going to put, um, we're going to try to eat really, really healthy to bring back the health to our body. We're going to know it takes time to clear the body of all the excess of the pill. And we're going to know that we have to eat well. So here we're not going to stop eating. We're going to be eating really, really well to get in as many nutrients as our body can so that we'll be ready to bring on a period again. Okay, the third type of PCOS is inflammatory PCOS. This is if you have chronic inflammation in your body. So the question here is, do you have signs of chronic inflammation? And if that's a yes, then you might be suffering from inf inflammatory PCOS. Chronic How could you tell if you have chronic inflammation? It's usually if you experience pain in your body in different parts. If you have issues with your digestive system, then all these are showing that you have inflammation in your body. And in this case, we'll try to get off of dairy products, sugar, which also causes inflammation, as well as gluten, which could cause severe inflammation in our di digestive system. And we'll get into this more deeply in following episodes. Okay, so the final type of PCOS is adrenal PCOS. And this is when you have 
a certain type of androgen called DHEAS, that that is the only high androgen in your system. Okay, this is not common when with women that have PCOS, but it is still one of the types, and we'll get into that more in the future. Okay, so now that we talked about the four different types of PCOS, we said there's insulin resistance PCOS, inflammatory PCOS, post pill PCOS, and adrenal PCOS. There are some hidden drivers of PCOS that Sometimes women say, I don't have any of these things, but I sl- I'm still having all these PCOS symptoms. So they could be caused by a few different things like thyroid disease, because thyroid disease worsens insulin resistance. It could be caused by deficiencies like vit- vitamin D deficiency, because our ovaries need vitamin D. It could be caused by zinc deficiency, because our ovaries need zinc. It could be caused by iodine deficiency because our ovaries need iodine. And it could also even be caused by too little food or too little carbohydrates. Of course, I'm talking about complex carbohydrates, healthy carbohydrates, but some women, because they're under eating, they have symptoms of PCOS. And to be able to ovulate, we do need some carbs. So there's some women that carbs aren't good for them, especially women that have insulin resistance, PCOS, and their carbs come from a lot of vegetables, but there are some other women that really do need the carbs to be able to ovulate. And that's part of the things that we really have to check each single one of us, what our situation is, where it's coming from, to know how to treat it further. So the first, I think that I want to end by saying that the most important thing here is First of all, finding out and figuring out what type of PCOS we have so that we know how to move forward. And of course, as I said before, in further episodes, we'll dig deeper into the four different types. But in the meantime, I don't want to leave you hanging. So I think the most important thing is just to start eating real food, a lot of vegetables, seeds, um, any leafy greens are amazing. But basically, when we're eating real food, we're putting a ton of vitamins and minerals and nutrients in our body to start helping with the healing process. Also, we want to avoid as much as we can the three top inflammatory foods, which are sugar, dairy, and gluten. Now, a lot of times when women hear, oh, I need to avoid these things, they know that they can't really do that because they don't have anything else to eat. They don't know what to eat instead of dairy. They don't know what to eat instead of gluten. They don't know what to eat instead of sugar when they want something sweet. And I think it's really important to understand that when we want to make a change, we want to make a change that lasts with, that lasts with us um, as a lifestyle, as a way of life to be able to really heal our bodies we really have to first find out what to eat instead before we cut things out. And that's why I said the first stage is just adding goodness, adding a lot of vegetables, adding a lot of seeds and nuts, healthy fats, a lot of good nutritious food so that we could start healing our bodies with what we are eating. And once we have so many good things in our diet, in our nutrition, it'll be much easier to let go of the things that aren't serving us and aren't serving our health.
Okay, guys. So to sum up, we were talking about PCOS today, the four different types with insulin-resistant PCOS, inflammatory PCOS, post-pill PCOS, and adrenal PCOS. Okay, guys, I hope this was helpful, and I can't wait to see you next time. Bye for now. I hope you enjoyed this episode of the Healthy Jewish Mama podcast. If you loved this episode as much as I did, head on over and rate and subscribe to the podcast so you never miss an episode. New episodes are dropping each Thursday, and I can't wait for you to tune in next time. I hope you enjoyed this episode as much as I did, and I wanted to ask you, are you suffering from a certain hormonal imbalance? Do you have PCOS, perimenopause, endometriosis, prediabetes, infertility, or anything else? Did you know that you could most definitely heal using nutrition naturally? I wanted to invite you to join my full comprehensive one-on-one healing program. This four-month program, we work together to balance your hormonal system using delicious, nuanced-for-you nutrition, as well as supplements as needed. I help my patients gain control of their health and hormones naturally with a step-by-step process and delicious recipes, and we turn everything we learn together into a happy way of life. Reach out to book a free 30-minute consult call and see if we're the right fit for each other. Your health can be transformed. I'll add a link to this free consult in the show notes. Bye for now.